0: Hey, Josh Yule here, and we're giving it a shot. I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while now, so here it is. It's called Here For Now. It's a podcast series that has, well, little to no direction, while staying loosely connected to creativity and the joys and struggles that go along with it. My guest for episode one is my good friend, Cody Coleman. Cody is a commercial photographer and filmmaker based in Boulder, Colorado. Cody and I talk about the challenges of working for yourself and always feeling like you have to hustle. Cody shares about how skateboarding shaped who he's become today, and we also talk about luck and how it's a tricky concept. All that and more coming up right now.
1: we podcasting? We're podcasting now. Sick. Alright, I'll start
0: you with a question. How often do you think about doing something else?
1: In terms of like?
0: With your life in general?
1: Like as a job? Yeah. I feel like it fluctuates. There are times when I think it happens a lot and I think there are times when I don't think about it at all. And that probably has to do with like how busy I am at a certain time. Like lately. Lately it's been almost every day for like or multiple times a day even because it's January so it's slow or it's like always slow for me at least this month and usually I have the luxury of traveling in January but since I'm here it's a lot of time of like being like I wonder what I should be working on or what I should be doing so lately it's been frequently when I'm busy, I think it's less frequent and I actually like enjoy it, enjoy like photography and filmmaking a lot. But yeah, sometimes it's a daily battle of what the fuck am I doing? Do you
0: think that you made a mistake ever when
1: you have those days where you're
0: like, I don't think I can, uh, I'm never going to work again?
1: I'm pretty against the word mistake in a general sense, I think, um, I think that, like, everything in regards to filmmaking and photography, it's, like, lended itself to, like, a pretty incredible life for the most part. And it's, like, brought me to Boulder and, like, brought me to, like, a lot of my friends, um, given me a lot of life opportunities, which I wouldn't have otherwise had and, like, honestly probably wouldn't have ever, like, even come out to Colorado where I currently live, if it wasn't for kind of that like creative process that's amplified by photo and video work. Um, So I wouldn't say that I ever think that I've like made a mistake necessarily, but I don't know. It's just like a struggle and it's like it's hard sometimes and you see other people struggling and it's it's just weird. It's hard because especially with the last year and this almost goes in the opposite direction of making a mistake like i know a lot of people who did really really well this last year and it's almost like hard to kind of process what's going on and like why someone like myself or like someone that i'm close to is like almost like thriving in this year when like the world's kind of falling apart Definitely like to go back to the original question, I don't think of it as a mistake. I think that there's like a lot of life paths, and like everyone's path is going to be different. And it's hard to, it's really easy to compare yourself to people. And it's also really hard to compare yourself to people because everyone is very different. And it's, I mean, and this is like totally me looking from an outside window because I do it to myself all the time. But It's like, we really shouldn't be like comparing ourselves, especially within the creative community everyone's in highs and lows at different points, just like in regular life we are, but it's hard not to compare yourself to other creatives, especially like when there's outside factors like social media and bullshit and like your friends are working and you're not working and yada, yada kind of goes on forever.
0: There was a a prominent photographer and filmmaker who recently made a social media post in kind of in line with what you're saying someone who maybe seems very established and made a post about feeling like they wish they just had a steady nine to five on a regular basis, rather than having this sort of constant never ending hustle. You sent that to me and I read it and was like, Oh shit.
1: So that post was from Ben Knight who works with, who's like, who is felt soul with uh, his partner, Travis like, I don't know Ben personally, but it's like one degree of separation type deal. But I've always really looked up to his work. And he was a big part of the reason that I like kind of transitioned into more video work from still work. He's kind of always been like on this pedestal. Like, I remember watching Denali for the first time and being like, whoa, like, this is crazy. And then like fully analyzing it and being like, the sum of all the parts of this film are they're really impressive on their own, but it's like something more when it all comes together. And it really like made you feel something that film was so powerful because it like, it made me feel something that like a short film hadn't really made me feel before, but it also felt attainable where I was like, okay, I understand how they did that. And like, I, I like see the process kind of obviously that like, you know, that's from an outside perspective outsider point of view and like projects are always way more intricate than like what they appear so ever since then i've like followed ben's work really closely looked up to him and to see him be like vulnerable and put himself out there in that way on social media especially is like it's just like really eye-opening because he's he's older than both of us and like someone that i a lot of people that i know that are like in our age bracket look up to and it's almost kind of scary to be like, oh, you're still just, like, grinding, you know, 10 years down the road. Like, you're still fighting to, like, put your heart and soul into everything, make something that you give a shit about, that other people give a shit about. Um, and, yeah, it's hard. Like, like he said in that post, like, I'm going to butcher it, but there's no, like, punch clock. You're never, You're never in and out of a job, like before a shoot you're prepping a ton and like you know concepting thinking about like how you're approaching this shoot and then you're shooting and you're in like full chaos mode for like one day or a week or however long it may be and then after you're putting together those pieces and like punching yourself for like the stuff that you missed or the stuff that like you could have done different and then it's like you release something and then like You don't receive, like, what you're expecting to receive. And then it's like, okay, cool. I just, like, poured my heart and soul into this thing. And it's, like, not what I was hoping it would be. Or people didn't receive it the way that I hoped it would be. So I think it's, like, yeah, it's really, really eye-opening to see someone of that caliber be, like... It, like, doesn't necessarily get easier.
0: One of the things that I feel like I end up doing on a regular basis is, like, thinking about... I have so many different interests. Mm -hmm. And, like, like, I like... Woodworking and I like riding bikes, and like maybe it would be cool to build a bike one day or like anything like that. And it's all under that same umbrella of having to hustle. And it's such an odd thing to spend time being like, oh, I shouldn't be a photographer anymore. I should be like this type of person. But yet it's all, it's somehow in my head makes it seem like I can escape this sort of like have to hustle all the time attitude when it's really not because all this other stuff that I would like ever consider doing still involves me having to motivate myself to do something sometimes that's the hardest part is just being like you wake up in the morning you're like well i guess i could try today or like i could not because no one's gonna stop me from not trying to
1: absolutely yeah it's funny i feel like i have a really kind of interesting process where there'll be days like and it it happens a lot this time of year where i'm not even necessarily doing anything but i feel like i should be so i'll end up like just like on my computer and it'll start with like oh yeah i'll like retouch this project or like i'll do a promo email or i'll like you know follow up on like this or that you know there's a billion things but there are times where i like end up starting the day with that and then a few hours later i'm like i haven't been doing anything for the last few hours it's like i'm just here like not doing anything and and it's like unhealthy because and it's totally rooted in like You know American society Society and capitalism Where it's like You need to be like Grinding all the time And hustling all the time But it's like Important to take those times And like Slow down And be introspective And look at like What you have accomplished In the last year Or five years Or like Even aside from accomplishments Just like How you've grown as a person It doesn't have to be like I made this project And I like Made this work And I'm proud of this And like I've worked with this client And yada yada It's like cool I've been spending a lot of time with like my friends and my family lately or like I've dedicated a lot of time to myself or I've been like riding my bike a lot or I've been skating a lot like it I don't know it's really easy to get wrapped up in like the work thing where it's like a never-ending like vicious cycle that like a, a lot of people like ourselves we're probably trying to avoid by getting into film and photo Definitely. where it's like this is a good lifestyle and it's healthy and like You know, I'll work on, like, when I'm working, it's, like, not really working. And that's kind of, like, a double-edged sword. Because, like, I still love the process of shooting photos and, like, editing photos and, like, filmmaking. I, I still really do love it. But it's, like, it turns into this kind of gray area where you're, like, sort of working, but you're sort of not all the time. And it's really hard to differentiate that on and off switch of, like, cool, I'm not working right now. Like, I'm... Fully checked out. I'm not thinking about it because it's always there. And if you're passionate and putting your heart and soul into the work that you're doing, it's really, really hard to separate quote unquote, like normal life from the time that you're working.
0: Like you said, it's a double edged sword in terms of like more than one thing too. like you can decide to take some time away. Yeah. And then you're still working in your brain.
1: Yeah, exactly. Even When
0: you've consciously been like, I need to take a break.
1: Yeah. And maybe you're on vacation and you're like fuck should I be at home like this person's working like looking at Instagram stories and you're like this person's working and this person's working like what am I doing like I'm just fucking like blowing it
0: you're on social media being like oh so-and-so is posting this sick new work but like they may not have worked in two months like totally but it's so like even though you know how it works Mm -hmm. you're looking at it being like I'm not doing good enough Mm-hmm. I need to do better, but at, like at the same times, it feels like you just like can't or you don't know how.
1: It's super unhealthy, and like, it's been talked about so much that so I like hate going super far into it because like we all know, yeah, like everyone knows we know it's bad, and yeah, like everyone knows it's bad. But like, like I don't even know how to do it. How to like switch my brain to be like, oh yeah, that's fine that, you know, that I'm not working right now. Like I just got off of a job and like, I should take some time for myself to like, you know, analyze that job and then, or like even not a job, like a project that you worked on or just anything that you've done, like you have to take that time to look back at what you've done. If you're always looking forward all the time, you're never gonna like learn from any of the stuff that you've worked on or like, how could I have made this better? Or how, what could I have done differently? If it's always, like, a grind, it's just, like, you're just gonna continue to make the same mistakes over and over again. So, and it is hard here. Like, there's so many talented people. They're, like, a this absurd pool of, like, low-key crushers that are, like, really good at what they do. And, like, you know, everyone's friends. And, like, I am genuinely psyched for everyone to work. Like, I want to see everyone, like, do well. And I think that there's, like, so much work to go around here that like people need to be elevating each other and not trying to like undercut people and do this weird kind of like dance around budgets. And, and I think that that's kind of like one of the issues with being like a creative and like a relatively small community is like, there is a lot of that like competition and you see it a lot more in some people than others. But I think genuinely the more that, You can elevate your community. The more work is going to be brought to you, the better quality of life you're going to have. You're going to feel better about yourself. Like, and you know, getting to hire people is like one of the coolest things about what we do. Like you get to give your friends money and be like you, I'm paying you because you're good at what you do.
0: Yeah. And like just hanging out and doing cool stuff and paying your friends to do it with you is like the ultimate goal.
1: Yeah, it's, like, better than anything. It's so cool. Especially making something that, like, you know, you're, like, making something that you should be proud of, generally. Like, if you're putting your heart and soul into a project, like, you should walk away from it and be, like... And I think if you can walk away from a project and be, like, I did everything I could have to make that project good. Um, And, of course, like, it's always going to be that thing where you're, like could have done more, could have done this, could have done that, like miss this, miss that. But, you know, if you're dedicated and you're like driven, I think that like you need to commend yourself for trying hard and like for putting all the work in that you have done already.
0: You have a really deep background in skateboarding. How has that influenced the way that you approach work and just like your life in general now?
1: It's so crazy because it's so deeply rooted that it's hard to separate like what would be normal if I hadn't grown up with skateboarding. I can't imagine like what my life would be like. That introduced me to everything. Like growing up in Arizona, my family was like, you know, like lower class. I mean, lower class isn't the right word. We didn't have a ton of money. We didn't travel. I wasn't, I like didn't experience much as a kid. My time was spent in Arizona. I went to California like a couple times. And my whole background, like, my dad's an electrician, my mom works in insurance. I basically had no, I had no push for being creative and I don't know really where it came from, but I've, I've been in, I like drew since I was a little kid and was into painting. Was playing sports, you know, doing like the typical like kind of like Arizona thing that everyone had been doing. And then I found skateboarding and that like it was just like a different thing. Like I had not experience. I had not experienced anything like that before. And I ended up like meeting a really great group of friends that helped mold who I was and shape kind of how I viewed the world. And ended up like traveling a lot more and being experienced. Experiencing all these, like, really interesting subcultures that you would not generally experience. And, like, having these, like, crazy... Just, like, this crazy collection of experiences of, like, partying and, you know, filming tricks and spending time with your friends and, like, growing with a group of people that I would not have otherwise had without skateboarding. I think it taught me a lot about being diligent. Trying a trick... Like, I was never... It was crazy because I skated with this like incredibly talented group of people and I was never super talented, but I was willing to try really hard. Like I was willing to try harder than like all of them (laughs) Uh, and like kind of like put it on the line a little bit more so than like some other people would and like would end up like getting tricks that I like shouldn't have been able to do because I was like willing to push it a little bit more. But it was motivating to be around all these like talented people and it like makes you push yourself and, you know, pushes you forward for sure. But that taught me like a lot about work ethic, like subconsciously. And none of this was like in my mind at all. And it was work ethic and drive and like wanting to film these parts that I was proud of. And it ties in so much to filmmaking and photo work and like being kind of like an entrepreneur where it's like, no one's making you do this stuff. You like, you're doing it because you want to at the end of the day. But also, like, rooted in skateboarding, like, so much of it is based around style and aesthetic, and someone can film the same trick as someone else, but it looks completely different, and it's interpreted differently, and, like, it's to a different song, and they dress different. And it, it just, like, really hones what is, like, cool is such like a watered down word for it. But like it, you were like, oh yeah, that was cool. Like that was sick. And like, I know it was sick because like, that's just like what it was. Like it makes you feel something. Yeah, for sure. So I think that has, uh, has rolled over a lot into work where I'm like, if I can try to like replicate that feeling of watching someone kind of like do a trick that like inspired me when I was younger, then I'm like, this is sick. Like it brings back that kind of feeling of being a kid.
0: Yeah, when I was, I took a bunch of time this summer, more time than I wanted to, because you and I both got Giardia yeah, from a trip on the Colorado Trail. Yeah. And I was in Wisconsin, you were here in Colorado, and we were both just texting back and forth being like, do you feel bad? Yeah, was <laughs> you <know>, just constant. <laughs> just for like two weeks, and then you were just like, I have Giardia, and I went to the hospital like two days later, and I just told them I have Giardia, and they didn't understand what was going on. Dude, yeah, that was but psycho. Yeah. In- <laughs> Throughout that process, I was, like, at a cabin in the Northwoods in Wisconsin, and just, like, I was feeling more creative than I had felt in a super long time, Giordia aside. And it it took me a while, and I think it was a conversation with you where I was kind of, like, wishing I still had that with me, but you kind of brought to light that it's this whole thing where it's, like, all of my responsibility was removed Mm -hmm. during that time. And it's such a tricky thing to have all this responsibility and all this weight of being in charge of your own fate, essentially, most days when it comes to like finding work or like doing things that you actually care about and trying to like affect positive change in the world some way through whatever medium or skill set you have available to you or that you've chosen, I suppose. Yeah. But like it's, it's hard to find that like inspiration is maybe like the cheesy way to put it, but it's hard to find that like calmness to be creative sometimes oh for sure and it's weird when like responsibility gets removed from it it's just like flows a little bit better but it's so few and far between
1: oh it's so hard now especially like in society now like there's so much pressure to like be productive and it's like is that really productive is it really productive to be productive all the time or is it like like when you strip it all away what are you doing at the core of your being like, what do you want to be doing? And like, what is important to you? What like fires that off? Like the creativity, like what makes you be like, what makes it you tick where you're like, oh, this, like this does something for me. And it is hard. Like, yeah, like you were able to step away from everything and be like in your own space, not really feel the pressure of like having to do anything in particular, any certain time which has been interesting with COVID too. I mean, for myself, I've had like a pretty busy year for the most part. So I didn't really get to experience that as much. It was kind of like, I feel like really lucky to have had a super busy year, but there were those like down periods where I was like, cool, what am I doing? And like, what do I want to do? And like, does this align with who I am as a person? and yeah when you get to strip away all the bullshit and like really get down to the core and look at what you're doing all the time it's like and it's scary to do to really look at like I don't know you know some of the stuff like some of the jobs I do I'm like this is bullshit like what I'm this is stupid what I'm doing and like at the end of the day I think a lot of people have this like glamorized image of like yeah you're just like hanging out with your friends all the time and like and which is like partially true for sure but there's also this other partial truth where you're like at the end of the day also you're just like selling shit for somebody like yeah 99 of the time if you're working as a commercial photographer or a commercial filmmaker you are there to sell something to someone and that can be done really tastefully and there are certain companies who do that really tastefully and it's less of a hey, let's try to sell these people this thing and more of a this is who we are and this is like what we represent. And if people align with this, they're going to watch this video, resonate with our products. And and that's like the kind of realm that I like working in. But the, I also do like these commercial jobs that are fully commercial jobs. I shot a job in June or July. It was for a footwear company and the shoes were legitimately making one of the client or one of the model's feet bleed. Like (laughs) it was horrific. Like he was complaining and he's like one of my best friends. And he was just like, these shoes are so fucked. (laughs) Like this is crazy. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like this is just like what we're doing today. (laughs) So like we have to keep wearing the shoes and it's ridiculous. And And those are the kind of times when you're like, what am I doing? Like, why am I here (laughs) doing this? Why is my buddy's feet bleeding while I, like, take photos of him for this thing that, Right. For this multi, I don't know, billion-dollar company to make, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars off of these, like, you know, stupid images that we're (laughs) making. Like, I don't know. And it's, like, it's it's hard. And those are the times when you're, like, you can, like, kind of get down on yourself and be, like... Oh, this sucks. Like, what am I doing? But at the end of the day, like, I still prefer it over to, like, the alternative of, like, many, any of the other things that I would be doing, which, like, I have no idea what that would be. Like, I don't know what the hell I would be doing if I wasn't doing this. But there is, like, this glamorized image of creative work where you're, like, in this, you know green grass field all the time and like the light is perfect and the models are psyched and the product's perfect and you're working for your dream client but a lot of the time it's not like that a few times maybe a few times a year if you're like super lucky
0: so you just turned 30 i did you got engaged i did you bought a house i did how do you feel
1: right now currently i feel great hanging out in like hanging out in my room with you and chilling like having beers sick in a general sense right now a little stressed because I don't have any work coming in I have zero projects booked for this year <laughs> so like I'm kind of just like hanging out in a life sense I am trying to take that time that I would referred to earlier where it's like being introspective and looking at like what I've accomplished and like where I've come from and where I am now Um, and looking at that when I can actually take the time to do it and like look at it from like an outside perspective, I'm psyched. I'm super psyched. Like I, yeah, I was lucky enough to be able to be super frugal from like my roots growing up to save like a crazy person the last, like, I don't even know, four or five years to put a down payment on a house with a partner that I'm like totally in love with and like super psyched on spending my life with and that was something that was like a crazy jump for me I was always really opposed to marriage when I was a kid because of issues that my parents had and I just like didn't know kind of what marriage would be like Um, and I had this like really really toxic vision of it because of my upbringing but being engaged now I'm like totally happy and I'm I don't know it's like awesome it's exciting it's cool to like take that next step and be able to like make your own path and be like oh yeah I don't have to do like this thing that my parents did or like it is your own path yeah I feel super fortunate like along with all the hard work there has been an aspect of luck to like a, a bit of it and I don't use that word lightly because I do think that I have like been diligent with like how hardworking I am, but there is like an aspect to like right place, right time. And I, I don't think I would be where I'm at right now without, this is like a long string. So my partner, one of her best friends, her boyfriend was assisting for this commercial photographer, Willie Peterson, who is now like one of my closest friends, but he was assisting for him. And I had just moved back from being out of the country when he was moving out of the country. So it was like this crazy like switch out and I was trying to move into freelance work. I had no idea what I was doing. I like knew how to shoot photos kind of but like didn't know much about lighting. And he was like, I'm moving. I've been assisting for this dude. He's awesome. I think you guys would vibe. And I ended up assisting for Willie for the first like year or two that I was freelancing. And I still will like assist for him. Like I'm, he's the shit. Anytime I get to work with him, I'm always, like, psyched. That was, like, my introduction. And if Josh hadn't moved away, like, I probably wouldn't have met Willie, which, like, wouldn't have introduced me to a lot of the context that I have. And, like, then that work built on other work. The stars aligned in that aspect 100%. But I did have to, like, place myself. And that's, like, what it all comes down to. Even in filmmaking and photo work, like, you have all these tools and skills And you have to, like, align them with being kind of in, like, the right place in the right time and then have this, like, skill set and these tools that you can use when the time arises. There is an aspect of, like, luck to certain things and being in the right place at the right time. But, like, when that opportunity arises, you have to be ready to, like, show up. I think on a regular basis, there's,
0: like, this hope for luck. Mm -hmm. But every day you also have to be like, I hope... some luck comes my way but i also don't really believe in it so i have to like do this other stuff right to make sure that i like can accomplish something
1: dude for sure like it actually often leaves like kind of a sour taste in my mouth where you know you do get that thing where you're like oh you're like you're so lucky or like that person's so lucky or this or that but like you don't see all the behind the scenes and everything and not even in like a filmmaking or photo sense behind the scenes of like a person's life and like what they dealt with and how hard they worked to get to the spot that they're to and there are definitely a billion mono- anomalies to that there are people who are like legitimately super lucky and like we're all super lucky too like you know being born in the country that we're in and like in the time period we're in and having certain opportunities that like other socioeconomic groups don't have or other or minorities don't have and there is like this aspect of luck to that and that has to be recognized especially in the current climate like that's something that needs to be talked about and addressed and acknowledged completely but there's also an aspect of luck where people think that a lot of this like came easy or like kind of fell into your lap and it's like no, it didn't. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing forever. And then like these things kind of just started to happen. But it wasn't lucky. It was like, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain because there are aspects of luck to it, but there's all there's more aspects of like hard work to it. Making changes that you want to see in your life over kind of letting your environment like control you. Yeah. You like as much as sometimes it's annoying to hear, like if you keep going, yeah, you'll find out what it's like down the road. Yeah, 100%. That's where, like, rooting, like, looping back to skateboarding, it taught me so much about work ethic. This, like, blind work ethic where it was, like, there wasn't even, like, really a reason or an end goal other than, like, that feeling that you got from, like, filming a trick that you were proud of. And it's the same deal now where, like, there might not be an end goal, but, like, I'm trying to do everything that I can to, like, make something that I'm proud of, whether that's, like, my life or this, like, commercial project that I don't really care about or like a project that I do really care about or like my relationship with loved ones whatever that may be like I don't know dedicating that time to making those things like what you want them to be is like an aspect of hard work and like of course there's gonna be like some luck that's like tied into everything but like primarily I would say that those things are based in like being diligent and like being hardworking
0: how do you manage mental health? and just like your own sanity outside of work when it's such an all encompassing part of your life.
1: Yeah. It's so hard. It it like goes back into that gray area where you're like, work is kind of life. Life is kind of work. It all kind of lumps together. It's really hard to separate. Like when work isn't coming in, it's super hard to not project that onto like people that you're close to. And it's still a battle for me. Like, to like separate all of it where work doesn't have to be every aspect of your life like i was working out of my kitchen for a long time like editing projects for pretty big clients like in on my kitchen desk on my 13-inch macbook pro in a tiny apartment there's just no room and that was not healthy objectively like that was bad because it was like constant and I, and that's in the period where i was like trying to like grind super hard and like get established and like I still don't feel like I'm established so it's like it's funny to look back on that but like you know working in that environment was like not good and now I'm lucky enough to like have a room that has an office and I have I've been able to separate that a little bit more and I've actually in recent history I've stopped bringing a camera on trips um as a personal, as a personal choice to make that separation a little bit greater. Sometimes those like important moments, you don't need a camera and they don't need to be documented. They need to be like felt and really embraced like internally rather than just being like documented for the sake of being documented. I've made a conscious decision to stop bringing a camera on like a lot of personal trips and, or bring like, you know, like a very specific camera where it's like this is in like no way for any client. I'm never going to sell this image. This is like for me. I think it's fairly constant. Like it's a constant battle to separate you and your life from your work when your work kind of is your life. It does turn into this huge gray area, but like maybe you can do enough. And this is like what I'm trying to do to like differentiate the grays where it's like you you have a light gray and you have a dark gray. And like hopefully those are different enough to be like, maybe the dark gray is the work aspect and it's not great right now, but like light gray is pretty good. And like you have this thing that like you probably started doing without the concept of there being any work behind it. Most likely when I got my first film camera, I had no idea that like being a professional photographer was a thing. So yeah, when I got, when I like started all this stuff, it was just like, Oh, this is cool. Like, it's kind of like painting, but I don't have to paint. Like, the picture's there. You just have to like compose it how you want to. And like, it was just like a different medium, a- an entirely different medium. There wasn't this thing where it's like, "Cool, I got my film camera, and I'm gonna like learn to be a professional photographer." <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was like, this is sick. Like, there's my friend like bloody on the ground <laughs> after trying a escape trick, and like, that's. That's kind of cool. I don't know. Who are you? Who am I? Who are you? I don't know. I associate more with being a skateboarder than anything else. I think still, and that's that's a recent change. Grew up skateboarding. really stepped away from it for a long time from due to like some injuries and like just kind of toxic relationships and things that I wanted to like disassociate with. So I classify myself as a skateboarder. I think I'm pretty good at having fun. I like to think of myself as like a person that people want to be around and like that's a goal all the time is to like be able to enjoy life and take a step back from bullshit as much as possible and whether that's work or it's like what's going on I mean in like recent political climates it's like I think it's unhealthy to like dwell on things that are out of your control. Artist is a heavy word. <laughs> but yeah. but i mean i don't know if i've like worked my way up to that maybe i'm an artist but like i don't know
0: <laughs> i was listening to and i don't know that he was the first person to ever say this but i was listening to a podcast from a friend of mine from college today yeah and he was talking about how you can't just call yourself an artist you have to make a lot of shitty art before you can make any good art in the first place oh dude and then you can maybe call yourself an artist
1: oh my god so much like shitty art for sure. Like, even now, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Even just, like, going through work that I've made, like, photo and video work that I made a couple of years ago, I'm just like, dude, like, what were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, and just looking back, like, looking back on that, you have to make so much bullshit to get to anything even, like, remotely close to what you want to do. Like, I don't even think I'm... I mean, I would say I'm, like, sort of close. But not, like... Not that close to where I, like, want to be. I don't know. Most of the projects I make, I end up, like, looking at them, and I'm like, meh, yeah. I worked my ass off, and I tried super hard, but, like, someone else would have done a better job. And, like, that, I've, like, recognized that and, like, sat with that a long time. And that's, like, I think something you kind of just, like, have to be okay with unless you're that (laughs) crazy, like, half of a percent of creative people in the outdoor world who are like super just like incredibly talented and like i don't know just if you're fucking ben knight like you know like you're like oh yeah i make this stuff and like it makes people it makes everyone feel something like that you know that's the goal and it's it's super hard and yeah you make a lot of stuff that you're not proud of And you make a lot of stuff that you don't show anybody except like maybe your close friends and they're like, yeah, that was cool. And you're like, cool. That means it was shitty. So thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about today. Um, And I wasn't sure if we were even going to talk about like doing photo and video stuff or trying to loosely base some stuff around creativity, but that doesn't have to necessarily be work. But no. the more we talk about it, the more it's like, well, it actually, like, kind of what you were saying earlier, is just like, it's this light gray area and a dark gray area, and it's all just kind of like, sometimes it just all
1: swirls together into, like, darkness. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> like, oh, shit, this is crazy. There is a lot of that light gray area, too, especially, like, we go on, like, bike trips and, like, go out skating, and those are great ways for me personally to, like, step away from the concept of like, Oh, this is work. It's just like, Oh yeah, this is fun. Like we're just having fun. Right. And I feel
0: like that's applicable to, to almost anyone. Absolutely. Whether You work in an office or you work in the creative space. Like we live in a society, at least here in America, where like if you are taking a break, you're not being successful anymore. Right. And, and we're sucks. all like losing our minds sometimes, especially now with COVID and how the world's changed so much in the last 9 10 12 months or whatever it's just like it feels like there's so much more stress and maybe like now more than ever we kind of need to just like chill and try to have fun with our friends
1: yeah it's important to like it it really is important to like take that time for yourself and like for those people around you and you know just to like be a human being and not be like yeah yeah these are all the things that I checked off my list today because because it is I mean, you have to do those things for sure. But you also like you have to be a person and like you have to live a fulfilled life if you want to, like, be happy. You can't have it's a balance. You have to have both, which is hard. And especially with social media and like being your own boss and running You know, technically like running your own company, even if you're just like one freelancer, like you're running a business and like you have to do all this bullshit. But you also have to like be a human being and like take care of the people around you and maintain those relationships. Like there's a lot that goes into it.
0: I want to thank Cody for being my guinea pig for episode one of Here For Now. And make sure to go over to his website and check his workout at Codycoleman.com. We're gonna keep this thing going, so check back for new episodes of Here for Now, every Monday.